We've been fighting a long time, and we have all lost so very much. So many loved ones gone. But you are not alone. There are pockets of resistance all around the planet. We are at the brink. You have no idea how important you are. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Steve with Sus Fidelium coming at you with the wasn't wasn't planning on doing a podcast I guess you'd call this but I talked to some friends of mine uh, very reliable sources so let me let me start with something from the 15th and 16th centuries our lady good success Quito Ecuador many people probably have known that I'm sure you have especially if you're a part of the channel and uh if you haven't, look it up. Uh, it's an approved apparition. Basically, everybody in the convent that I was associated with is incorrupt. So, just a couple of messages from this, and I'll tie it together to why I decided to hit record. I didn't feel like doing a video-wise one. I can stop if I get a little too uh, angry, I guess. And... Uh, so I can edit stuff out that stuff like that out. Anyways, quote, unhappy the children of those times. Seldom will they receive the sacraments of baptism and confirmation. As for the sacrament of penance, they will confess only when attending Catholic schools, which the devil will do his utmost to destroy by means of persons in authority. Parenthetical comment. This is me, not her talking. Uh, how many times during these last... Guys that are, uh, was, well, I saw Steve Ray on Twitter talk about him not being able to go, haven't gone to confession in three months. He's a well known Catholic apologist. Basically, and it's, uh, I mean, his priest, uh, I think his priest let him in the back door to do it. So he hasn't done it. I know my mom was talking to her sister, my aunt, and she hasn't gone to Mass in many months. Four or five months because of this. You know, I'm not calling Diana out on the airwaves, but I'm sure she went to the grocery store in the last four or five months. Are we afraid? Are we okay to get bread, milk, coke, beer, booze, chewing gum, gas? It's terrified to go to mass. Was there a reason, or is the church is not open? We'll get into that. I'll, I'll say Phil Lawyer's. Uh, uh, a write-up again which I think more people need to read and do it's in the show notes for every time I ever said it back to Our Lady of Good Success the same will occur with Holy Communion oh how it hurts me to tell you there will be many an enormous public and hidden sacrileges plenty of those today huh but parenthetical and that's me plenty of those going on right now even before this back to Our Lady in those times, the sacrament extreme unction will be largely ignored. Many will die without receiving it, being thereby deprived of innumerable graces, consolation, and strength in the great leap from time to eternity. Me speaking, my wife's grandpa died, was it two weeks ago, right before Thanksgiving in the United States, Thanksgiving? He didn't get an extreme unction. That priest, I don't know if they, now I have no idea if they tried calling uh, I have no idea how deep their faith was in the church. I know they went to Mass. That was pretty much it that I am aware of. Again, I'm not 100% sure, but I know he didn't get it. And I know the priest didn't. I know there was no problem of, uh, at the door, so the priest didn't know. Either the priest did not know he was even sick, or he didn't even bother to go. I don't know. I'm following more on the they, they, they didn't even contact him. So even laymen aren't contacting their priests about it. And if they do, I saw a video a couple of weeks ago, a priest, I think it was in Jersey, walked in. He was dressed in a hazmat suit just so he can get in. 
it was a, uh, it was a nursing home facility too. It wasn't even like ICU units or anything like that. And they wouldn't let him in. He's standing there saying, I'm, I'm coming to see my, my, uh, what do you call it? One of my late, one of the parishioners. She's sick. She's dying. I come to see her. I have a right to go see her. She has a right to see me. I'm in a hazmat suit. He did everything he could to get it, and they still wouldn't let him in. That's one of the biggest evils of this whole situation is how many have died without extreme unction in the last, since March, April, since these lockdowns. Talk about others like suicide and things like that. Yes, there's been plenty of those that are wanted, and many more dead will come because of cancer treatments being postponed and uh, many other non-Rona uh, problems that got postponed from doctors and nurses being laid off, hospital people being laid off. Oh, it's overwhelming the hospital. Well, you laid off half the hospital. Postponed people's cancer patients and things like that, screenings. And these these deaths will not be counted. And it won't be blood on the governor's hands. There'll be blood in them later. But no one's going to know about those deaths. And again, how many people have died without extreme unction? Many. Man, I don't even want to know how many it is, but it's 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 almost a, it's almost a hundred percent. I know a couple of people that have to fight just to get a priest to come in. I know priests that say they have to fight just to get in. Back to our lady. The sacrament of matrimony, which symbolizes the union with Christ with the church, will be thoroughly attacked and profaned. Masonry, then reigning, will implement inquisitive laws aimed at extinguishing the sacrament. They will make it easy for all to live in sin, thus multiplying the birth of illegitimate children without the church's blessing. Back to me. I mean, I mean that's easy to see. Yeah. Gay so-called marriages going on. Uh, no-fault divorce. You don't have to have a reason. You just divorce somebody. You just find all of a sudden the papers show up if for any excuse. And then they go out and they're already, or if they're not already, sleeping with another. Getting married without faculties. That's a big deal. I mean, you could have anybody marry you just because it's the way you want it done or how you want it done or with whom you want it done and they don't have the authority to do it. You're still living in sin, right? I don't Okay, what way you like, what right you like it, or something like that. That's, I mean, that's the canon kind of law. You don't hear anybody call babies, you know, bastards anymore, do you? You just hear, well, you know, the kid, they had a kid out of, you know, with blah, blah, blah before they got married. You don't hear that. It's not a stig uh, stigma anymore. It's just part of the deal. It's actually, you're the fault for bringing it up. Where I mean, people get married outside the you know outside the church, like literally in the woods or the beach or a boat and things like that, because you know it's cool, you know we just that's what we do, and then they get mad at the one person that uh, says I'm not going because that's not how you're supposed to get that's not how it's supposed to be done, and you're kicking our lady and our lord out of the picture. I'm not having any part of that, and they get ostracized. They go off and get married. I know if I know someone. I went to a, one of the Jesuit parishes in Charlotte, North Carolina. Well, the Jesuit, the only one in Charlotte, North Carolina. The priest told him it was okay to go get married in the field or forest or wherever the, wherever they got married, quote unquote, married at. He's not. He's now not a Catholic. They go. Uh, him and his quote unquote, quote unquote wife go on mission trips to try to convert people out of the faith. Nobody says a thing to them. No one in the family says much to them. The one person that does say it to them, they get, they get yelled, they get mad at. The rest of their family is Catholic, by the way. Back to Our Lady. Uh, the sacrament of holy orders will be ridiculed, oppressed, and de despised. For in, the, for in this both the church and God himself are oppressed and reviled, since he is represented by his priests. Back to me. You see that a lot, huh? Uh, any kind of story comes out it's not really flattering for the priest even the priest that just died of the experimental poke the comments were brutal underneath I even saw when Vigano wrote that letter and when secular guys were all excited about the uh, letter that Vigano wrote to uh, Trump about the Great Reset 75% of the comments were very vile, anti-Catholic mean Our Lady 
The devil will work to persecute the ministers of the Lord in every way, working with baneful cunning to destroy the spirit of the vocation and corrupting many. Those who will thus scandalize the Christian flock will bring upon all priests the hatred of bad Christians and the enemies of the one holy Roman Catholic Apostolic Church. This apparent triumph of Satan will cause enormous suffering of the good pastors in the church and the supreme pastor and vicar of Christ on earth who the prisoner in the Vatican will shed secret and bitter tears in the presence of God our Lord, asking for light, sanctity, and perfection of all the clergy in the world of whom he is king and father. Unhappy times will come wherein those who would, should fearlessly defend the rights of the church will instead blindly, despite the light, give their hand to the church's enemies and do their bidding. But when evil seems triumphant and when authority abuses his power, committing all manner of injustice and oppressing the weak, their ruin shall be near. They will fall and crash to the ground. At the end of the 19th century and throughout the great part of the 20th century, many heresies will be propagating these lands. The small number of souls who will secretly safeguard the treasure of faith and virtues will suffer a cruel and unspeakable and long martyrdom. Many will descend into their graves through the violence of suffering and will be counted among the martyrs who sacrifice themselves for the country and the church. In those times, the atmosphere will be saturated with the spirit of impurity, which, like the filthy sea, will engulf the streets and public places with incredible license. Innocence will scarce be found in children, modesty, and women. And yeah, parenthetically, uh, saw today when we were about to go into one of the uh, uh, the Catholic store here. Uh, it was in Belmont, and this this girl walks in, yoga pants, tight as anything. You you put a you know penny in there, you can see the penny. She's got a muzzle on though. That's okay. The new modesty, the face muzzle. No one's gonna say a thing to her. Walk. You could probably walk in naked at Belmont Abbey, and they're not going to say anything as long as you got a mask on. Now, I'm pre probably going a little overboard on that one, but hey, that's the only thing, that's the only sign that's out there that says that if you don't have a mask on, can't come in. I'm not saying anybody try it, but there's another parish 30 minutes north of it. It says the opposite. It says if you're wearing that, if you're dressed in modesty, like at the Vatican, you're not getting in. St. Diocese. Two different mindsets. Back to Our Lady. He who should speak sensibly will be remain silent. There shall be scarcely any virgin souls in the world. The delicate flower of virginity will seek refuge in the cloisters. Without virginity, fire from heaven will be needed to purify these lands. Sex, having permeated on all social classes, will find ways of introducing themselves into the very heart of homes to corrupt the innocence of children. The children's hearts will be dainted morsels of, to regale the devil. Religious communities will remain to sustain the church and work with courage for the salvation of souls. The secular clergy will fall short of what is expected of them because they will not pursue their sacred duty. Losing the divine compass, they will stray from the ways of priestly ministry mapped out by them, for them by God and will become devoted to money, seeking it too earnestly. Parenthetically, most parish priests are CEOs of their parishes. That's how they're taught. That's actually how they're taught in seminary. Delegating. I mean, how many have closed over the last seven, eight, nine months? But then ask you for donations. Close off everything. They can still ask you for the money. Parish down here, we gone to. We haven't gone in a while, not because of all this, but it's because it's just we found one that was an hour earlier. These are for the kids. They had a uh, their fundraiser, annual fundraiser. You had to sign up. You could only come during those sign-up times. You could give money anytime you wanted. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. Then will the church, joyful and triumphant, like a young girl, reawaken, be comfortably cradled in the arms of the most dear and like the sons of these son of the, those times. If he lends an ear to the inspirations of grace, one of which will be the reading of those great mercies that my son and I have towards you. We shall fill him with graces and very special gifts that will make him great on earth and much greater in heaven. There we have reserved a precious seed for him because, heedless of men, he will have fought for truth and ceaselessly defended the rights of the church, deserving to be called martyr. And what does is, what is Our Lady say about this? 
That's actually I got inspired of this idea because of what uh, one of the sermons that are up on there on the end times that just happened last week. Father even asks, did he say come out there and blast clergy? Jump on them on Twitter, Facebook. Do a YouTube video, call them out. Now, this, that, I hope this isn't, I'm not going to call, I'm gonna tr well, I don't know what I'm going to what the correct idea is. I'm wanting to inform on this mostly because we need to have the knowledge of what's coming and what's going on. I don't want anybody to call the rectories up and condemn anybody to the fifth realm of hell or threaten anybody or anything like this. But we do need to get a little angry. St. Uh, Nicholas feast day is tomorrow. I'm recording this on the 5th of December. His feast day, and, uh, you know, he as one priest said in a sermon, he prayed and fasted Wednesdays and Fridays, prayed ceaselessly, went on pilgrimages. Basically, obviously, it was uniform to the uh, God's will. And when it came to having to defend God's uh, righteousness and honor at the council, he got tired of listening to uh, the heretic Arius get up and blaspheme our Lord, basically, and got up and decked him. Hard enough that they say that it rearranged his jaw. Nobody else was doing it. He looked around. He waited. He was listening. He had patience for it. He was long-suffering on this. And he finally had enough. Nobody was doing a thing. And he took action. I'm not saying go out there and deck anybody. But maybe telling the bishops, hey, your brother bishops are doing this. Well, we're about to bring up. Anybody want to do some fraternal charity in the, the your brotherhood? I know when brothers fight, we bat, we go after it. We end up having you know lunch and get a beer afterwards. But if one doesn't, one will go after the other. The other one will call out the other. We you know I have a brother. We did that to each other. Should have seen us on the baseball field. <laughs> uh, my brother had no problem coming out to me, and I deserved it. If I was playing bad and. I really didn't go after him too much. He was always playing much better. And uh, no, but yeah, where's your brothers? You're not being charitable if you remain silent or too cowardly to say anything. Like I said, we'll bring it up. It shouldn't be, it's not, it shouldn't be the lady's job to call out the bishops. The bishops, it's on you. Judgment day. Don't forget that's coming. When our Lord asks you, what you what did you do? And you just said, no, I was too scared to uh, say anything. Uh, I don't want to be there with you when that happens. Anyway, Our Lady finishes up on this. Pray constantly, implore tirelessly, and weep bitter tears in the seclusion of your heart, beseeching the Eucharistic heart of my most holy Son to take pity on his ministers and to end as soon as possible these unhappy times by sending to his church the prelate who shall restore the spirit of her priest. Amen. Are we praying ceaselessly for that? Are we praying more than we're complaining? Are we sacrificing more than we are posting? Are we doing more holy hours in silence than we are yapping? I feel like this could be a little rap or something like that. Okay, so that's our lady good success. I want to think about juring and non-juror priests. French Revolution. Since France through St. Mary Margaret Alacoque, our Lord asked her to tell the kings to consecrate France to his most sacred heart. No, the kings postponed it. Never did it. The next king didn't do it. The next king didn't do it. hundred years to the day the French Revolution started because the kings did not do it. Before he was beheaded, King Louis tried. and uh, He did consecrate it, but it was too late. June 13, 1929, the Holy Trinity, together with the Mother of God, appeared to Lucia. Quote, the moment has come in which God asked the Holy Father, in union with all the bishops of the world, to make the consecration of Russia to my Immaculate Heart, promising to save it by this means. There are so many souls whose, whom the justice of God condemns for sins committing against me, and I have come to ask reparation. Sacrifice yourself for this intention and pray. From Saint Sister Lucia's memoirs, uh, text of the request of the consecration of Russia, a PDF included, I could probably find. In August 1931, our Lord Jesus Christ spoke to Lucia and expressed his displeasure of the fact that the consecration had not yet come. I remember that was 1929, 
when the first request when the request was arisen uh, June 13th 1929 August 1931 two years later quote make it known to my ministers that given they follow the example of the king of France in delaying the execution of my request they will follow him into misfortune it will never it will never be too late to have recourse to Jesus and Mary in another document composed by Lucia's confessor father Chavez, based on Lucia's notes, we learn what our Lord said in another internal conversation with Lucia. Quote, they did not heed the request. Like the king of France, they will repent and do it, but it will be late. Russia will have already spread her errors throughout the world, provo provoking wars and persecutions of the church. The Holy Father will have much to suffer. Uh, we fast forward to 2020, December. What do we see right now? Russia spread its errors all over the place. If you think the United States of America is a free society, look up the planks of the Communist, the Communist Manifesto. We are 9 out of 10 checked off. If you look at the 1928 Socialist Platform for Presidency, they have everything checked off. They actually quit running because the Democrat and the, and the uh, Republican candidates were already doing their deed. Why bother running and waste money when you got other guys doing it for you? And what's going on with this Great Reset? That's a global communistic takeover. If you, don't think, if you think the consecration happened, then I guess when I go outside and it's raining and I say it's sunny, you'd believe it's sunny. Reality is it hasn't happened. So, what's gonna, so it just makes a fact out of those two comments. Maybe June 13th, 2029... <laughs> might be a lockdown day but again there's nothing we can there's really not much we can do about that consecration that's on the Pope's hands that's on the Pope's from the last decades going all the way back to Pius XI that's on them we can't do much about it we can pray that hopefully they could they'll give it a chance you know like hey let's guys see what happens uh, the apparition of Our Lady uh, Our Virgin Revelation the Bruno that's a as Father says that's an example of what could happen Here's a guy that's communistic in nature, wanting to kill the Pope, persecute the Pope. All of a sudden, in the vision of a lady, he instantly changes. Presents the uh, dagger that he had Pius, uh, Pius XII's name engraved on it and handed it to him and became a, a great guy, turned his marriage around. And uh, yeah, a lot of healings and uh, miracles has happened at Trey Fontaine because of it. So during and non-during priests, so they had to swear a loyalty oath, basically, to the civil constitution of the clergy just during the French Revolution. Only seven bishops, about half the clergy, agreed, while the rest refused. The latter became known as non-jurors or refractory priests. In areas where the majority has taken the oath, such as Paris, the refractory minority could only be could be victimized by society at large. Nuns from the Hotel de, de Paris, for example, were subject to humiliating public spankings. While there was a higher rate of rejection in urban areas, most of these refractory priests, like most of their population, lived in the countryside. And the civil constitution generated considerably resentment among religious peasants. Meanwhile, the Pope called out the jurors who had signed the oath, especially bishops who had ordained new elected clergy, and above all, Bishop Louis Alexandre de la Poipe, P O I P E, in May 1791. France recalled his ambassador to the Vatican and the papal nuncio was recalled from Paris. On June 9th, the assembly forbade the publication of papal bulls and decrees unless it had been approved by the assembly as well. On February, on 5 January, February 1791, non-juring priests were banned from public preaching by not allowing the clergy to preach to the assembly. The National Assembly was trying to silence the clergy. This punishment that was imposed by the assemblies signified that all refractory priests could no longer practice marriages and baptisms, which were public ceremonies. By not, by not allowing refractory clergy to practice these large public ceremonies, they were silenced. However, non-jury clergy continued to celebrate the Mass and attract crowds because the assembly feared that stripping them of all their powers would create chaos and that would be ineffective towards silencing them. Although the assembly allowed them to work in ceremony not public, they stated they could only do so until they had been replaced by a clergyman who had taken the oath, a juring priest. 
A large percentage of the refractory priests were not replaced until 10 August 1792, which was more than a year after the original 50% had taken the oath. By that time, they began to be replaced. Began to be replaced. The assembly had some changes, and it was not as significant as they were priced in masses. The reason why I bring that up is a lot of dioceses took money from the U.S. government basically to close up. Church Milton had a great uh, video about this. You can see how many millions of dollars that was taken by the diocese. So they didn't have any reason to stay open. And especially when you take money from Big Brother, you become... Uh, well, how would you say? I'm trying to not say what I want to say. You have to do what they say. You take money from somebody, you become the slave of them. So they took billions of dollars of money. They were told to close down, probably. It just makes sense. Why would you give them? Why would you give them four million or billion dollars, and then say, "Oh, you can keep doing what you do"? No, here's your money. Close. And there was another article. A friend of mine. I ain't talked to him in years. I guess I don't know if we're still friends or not. He claims to be Catholic. He only goes for Ash Wednesday to get ashes. Don't ask me why. He posted, was it 9,000 out of 11,000? It was a CBS article. Parish churches, Catholic churches, received PPP. By the way, I saw another article that the uh, repayment is not nice. It is, if you took that, if you took, if you took the, the, the money, uh, they're getting an arm and a leg back with the uh, the same money, I guess. So 9,000 churches took it. You didn't see a lot of fighting from the parishes stay open, did you? They pretty much closed down without a whimper. Not even a fight. They just shut down. Called you out, said, hey, by the way, we're closing. Hey, check out the internet. Remember what, we were, what I was bringing up in the uh, Great Reset stuff about how people were, you were getting conditioned to work at home. You weren't getting, you were trying to, they were trying to condition you from getting in your car to driving to work, to work in the office. They were trying to condition you to stay behind your computer and stay home. What have many people been trained now, reconditioned in the Catholic, in the church? Stay at home, watch on TV. Online, everywhere it's got online. Every, you look in any Catholic Diocese newspaper, they got a full-page section of all the churches which have online masses. Guess what they do for you? Absolutely nothing. They might as well cook, uh, hey, so, someone cook me a pizza on TV. I'll watch it. Guess what? I don't get to eat it. I don't get to smell it. Nothing. It does mean zero good. Might as well watch the cooking channel and say I ate a dinner. Hey, turn on the cooking channel right now. And say We're going to have Thanksgiving meal and whatever the cooking channel, the, the food network has, is that's what we're eating. That's basically what you did. I was just blown away how many people were good. People that I consider smart had their kids dress up as altar boys, putting candles by the TV, throwing incense at the TV box, thinking they were at mass. Dressing up nice. I, I get it. I, I get the idea what you're thinking, but you should know that that's nothing. It's just a TV. And how, ever, how many people have done nothing, if they're even doing it at all anymore? Now, I, I admit, yeah, we did it at the beginning, especially during Holy Week. It was Holy Week. And we had 100,000 people watching. And that was during the time when everyone's trying to figure out what the heck is going on. So, you know, how, and, I, and I agree, I admit, uh, you can look me up on uh, Restoring the Faith. I was one of those guys that say, hey, you know, maybe we do have to see what's going on first. But if you were to ask me, hey, we're going to close down for a year? Heck no. Never would have thought that. No one would have, no one thought that, except for the guys in charge. They do. Probably the priest might have known. And you get to hear when they come, I remember one of the first masses back. It's so good to see. I was so, I've been, a couple of masses I went to when I heard from the uh, uh, sermons, I almost wanted to have to walk out of the church because you walk in, there's no holy water, pews are roped off. Only 100 people out of 600 can be in. People are outside, 900, uh, 100 degree weather in the middle of the day, 12, 31 o'clock p.m. 
and you're told, I'm sorry, that's an inconvenience. Well, that's an inconvenience for those people out there sweltering on the sun because you're scared. You're, con you're gaslighting us about this cough, vi this, vi this flu that you never would have done in the history of the world before. Turn off the air conditioning and let you suffer. You let you sweat up in the altar too. If you're gonna make those people out there pregnant, people with baby kid, babies, little baby out there in the sun, and you get maybe you give them a tailgate tent on the cement. It took them a couple months before they figured out they have a, maybe we'll open up the air conditioned Paris Center, which was absolutely that even went back to might as well just stay in the house. Because you're watching on TV, you're not participating. Oh, we're bringing you to sacrament. Well, you're divorcing the Eucharist from the Mass now. It's not. It's you didn't go to Mass. You're just going there to get your get the Eucharist and go home. But you get preached from there and talk about how it's inconvenience. But they got the air conditioner going. They got money. Money's still coming in. So, uh, I know some people that said uh, some priests told me they know priests that didn't even say Mass. It's almost like uh, they took a vacation. Confessions weren't available. Now, I know plenty that were given the wink, wink. There's only 10 allowed. Wink, wink. And let people in. I know quite a few of those. I knew a few that did confessions every day. They sat outside. Did anything they could. Whatever was the thing, they made sure they got it done. I go by and ask them, hey, you need some water or whatever. What do you need? They were out there for hours. So I know that I know there were some good ones out there that did everything. They never locked down the church. They actually increased confession times. They increased adoration times. They did everything they could. God love those ones. We need more of you. Maybe you could smack some sense. Pull the Saint Nicholas on your fellow priests that aren't done it. That haven't done it yet. Tell them to grow a spine. You can say that to your brother priest. I can't. I'm not telling. I'm not telling that to another priest. But uh, you can say that to your brother priest. Hey, man, bishops. Is there a bishop out there that's upset about the other bishops? Hey, give me a priest, bishops. If you if you're scared to say anything, send send the notes to me. I'll I can say which I can say some things that you can't say. So the, the bishops took money, parishes took money. What do you expect? A lot of French Revolution parallels. Even though, hey, this is what brought me back into the church. I remember I said in an interview with uh, Reason and Theology, which you guys should check out, I did on The Great Reset, was uh, what brought me back in was politics, getting into things, and it led me to Thomas Woods and those guys that brought me, you know, I, I read his, how the church, Catholic Church uh, built Western civilization. Now, I'm not a libertarian anymore. I was back then. But I even ran, when I ran in 2010, I wanted to run for the Libertarian Party. They didn't like it because I was pro-life and anti-gay uh, marriage and I wasn't even like this I wasn't even close to thinking about going hard nose in the Catholic Church at the time but yeah our boys took money in Ireland the bishop closed down masses closed down churches out there but led prayers outside for the Muslims I can't remember the how the quote unquote demon day of theirs and play on words for holy day but he's out on their football field and the guys in Ireland are just ticked I feel sorry for those guys even a lot of those guys are probably going to study for contests and I, I understand I mean I'm, I mean you should don't do it it's bad it's not the right move but they've been getting treated so badly out there I can, I understand is what I mean pray for them so they, they don't or come out of it but yeah, I mean, what would you think if you if the bishop closed you down and then but he went out of his way, bent over backwards for the Muslims? They did that in Ireland. So I had from a reliable source today. We were talking, and he mentioned that uh, a certain diocese. I'm not, I'm not bringing up the name of the diocese, not bringing location, except it's in the northern uh, North American continent. The governor is not doing a thing to the churches. But the bishop is about to close down the sacraments, cut off confession, etc. It says if the cases continue to go up, he will shut down the mass too. Literally, there's nobody sick. Anybody with two working brain cells knows this. 
He's going to shut down. The, he says it'll shut down the church, the masses if the case is going up. Well, the number's going to go up because if we keep testing, it's going to go up. Even though the PCR guy said that the guy that created PCR completely got was completely died before all this started, said that it's useless and you can really make that thing say anything you want. But pff, let's not talk about the facts, man. Living clown planets. You know, that's the science of the day. Clown science. It ain't no real science. We're we're doing science fiction. Another uh, priest asked for the data to try to figure out, make some common sense out of what's going on. The bishop removed him from basically uh, the faculties, took his faculties away, basically. He's only allowed to say mass. Took authority, took, he basically runs, the bishop now basically runs that priest parish. Another priest complained to the bishop about what was going on. Just complained. Kind of like how I'm probably doing, I guess. I guess I'm complaining. I don't know. One priest asked for data just to get to try to figure out what's going on. Another one complained. This is three different bishops, I think. And uh, bishop removed his faculties. And now that he can only say mass. That's a lot like the juror and non-jurors. Swear the oath. Take the oath to the, the Rona. The new religion of the Rona, the superstitious COVID rubrics, where the only, where the COVID heretics get burned at the stake. They have their own sacramentals, holy sanitizer, their only vest, their own vestments, the face muzzle. I saw some video today of stupid. Guy was like, I get to see, it's, it's been great to learn how to read smiles and people, see people smiling through their eyes. I want to smack that guy. And there's one lady kissing her baby through a mask. You didn't, hey lady, guess what? You didn't kiss the kid. You kissed your mask. You had a blockade over that. Another lady, I wear it because I don't know if I'm sick. Well, you're not sick. If you were sick, you'd know you were sick. So you're not sick. <laughs> it's indeed, clown plan indeed, as Carl Vernon in, in, United, in England will say. So again, what to do? Guys, we got you know, what I brought up about before uh, with uh, Mike Parrot on restoring the faith. You know, get a devotion to the sacred, uh, to the uh, holy face. Print out the, the images, pass them out. Promote the app. Promote the prayers. Is the one uh, that is given to Sister Maria Saint Pierre, and uh, is the only one to call out communists by name. Better be saying the rosary. Better be getting the mass. How many people are going to be working Tuesday, the Feast of the Immaculate Conception? How many people took Thanksgiving off, did nothing, hung out with the family, hopefully went to Mass? How many people will do the opposite from the secular day and on the glorious Feast Day of the Immaculate Conception will go to work, treat it as a regular work day? You might say, hey, it's a great happy Feast Day, but you're still working. Which is a sin. Which is a sin. You're supposed to take. You're supposed to keep holy. Uh, you know, holy the Sabbath and days of obligation. Holy days of obligation. Guess what that is? It's a holy day of obligation. You should be working that day. Where's our moxie? The Muslims will take the days off. Pradis, maybe a Pradi here or two would take whatever. But the Muslims, they're guaranteed. I guarantee they will. They'll take their holy days off if they're Orthodox. Where's ours? We got. To, I mean. This isn't, you know, some people were really me, hey, Steve, I can't believe you say you don't have to worry about not wearing a muzzle. All right, fine. You're going to work on the, take a religious holiday off. Religious, religious exemption? They're taking that away for the poke. Take Tuesday off, make it holy. We're going to need her. <laughs> what's coming? It is way past time to get serious about what's going on. Way past time to get serious about the faith. Yes, you can have some holy anger, righteous anger. We deserve to have some righteous anger, as one priest said. And I'm talking about guns ablazing or punching somebody out. You should be upset about what's going on. When we read about the, uh, what our lady's good successor about holy uh, extreme unction, and if you think about how many people died, you should, that should make you mad. That that could go on and nobody seems to care. I'll finish off because I could go on forever on this, but here's Philip Lawyers. 
article from 20 November. When is the when the time comes for civil disobedience? Here's Phil. Here's the question. The question. That's on my mind these days. As governors continue to impose tight restrictions on churches, when will Catholic bishops engage, encourage civil disobedience? Now, after finding out about this today, you know what the answer to that question is? It ain't the governors. The bishops are doing it to our own. You know what the what, what's the thing? The priests aren't afraid of the governors. They're afraid of the bishops. I've heard that from many priests. And I guarantee I will not be the only one that can confirm that. Archbishop Sample of Portland seems to have an answer. This is back to Phil Lawyer. Seems to answer that question saying it's not going to happen. Archbishop Corleone of San Francisco says a different message. I'm taking no options off the table. In France, Bishop Genoi of Montauban has gone considerably further, urging the faithful to show up for Mass, saying, quote, it's easy to ask bishops to take the lead if no one stands behind them. He's Invade the churches at mass times, ask for the mass, and bishops and priests will come and celebrate it. And if you got a bad bishop, make them throw you in jail. But not just you. Make sure you have a couple hundred thousand going in. Like that one, that one lady that the the was it the Mike had on his show. They got arrested in Kansas City for going into going into the church without a face mask on. Get a thousand more show up. Have a thousand of those, thousand men show up. Have them throw you all in jail. Be ready for it. Let them. Somebody video it. Go peacefully. Be like uh, Ghostbusters when, <laughs> when uh, Bill Murray's character goes, what happens if you're wrong? If we're wrong, we're wrong. We'll go to jail happily. We deserve, we'll enjoy it. <laughs> Seriously, though. You need a group. You want to do civil disobedience? You can't have one. You can't have ten. You may not even have, need a, have to have a hundred. You need more. Get as many people because there's there should be more. There's got to be many of us like this. There are pockets of resistance all over the world. Over the world, as the opening says, get together, find out where you are, create a Facebook group, get together, recruit. Then don't go in. Like I said, if you try to go into Kansas City, one, go in peacefully. If he doesn't do anything, don't do anything. Don't say anything. Keep going. The West was the worst case you can go out of it. You're praying in the church. <laughs> it's supposed to be a beautiful church, I hear, I guess. I don't know. I've, I've seen the outside where the photo of the lady with her kids, and she's a, handcuffed by the cops. Let's have, let's have, some, let's have a crisis moment. Get those, get those numbers up there. Make them have a 1,000 people. See if they'll arrest all 1,000 of you. Back to Phil. This sounds uh, this sounds quite reasonable to me, but there are more practical difficulties. Which churches would he invade? I gave you one. <laughs> prior, prior for a different reason was Phil Bregan. And what are the mass times? Or should we, the lay faithful, make those decisions for ourselves? Choose a church and a time. Assemble and wait and pray for a willing priest. I'd be willing. So he actually says this too. Get in there. Wait. What's it? How much does it? How much do you want it? When we played when Mike and I played ball. Uh, I was he could tell you I put that guy I put him through hell basically. Uh, it wasn't with hell, but I I would shoot thousands of shots. I mean, just behind the three point line at you know itself, and I was using a a big one of those big balls, a ball and a half time size. I'd wait till I hit a five hundred, make five hundred from behind the arc of five different spots, make five hundred. So obviously I missed a few, and that's and he would rebound. Uh, if I, I, I'm sure I've told him thank you before. If he's listening, you know I do appreciate that very much. By the way, brother, I would throw batting prize to him, and uh, I guess his response to me about all of the rebounding was he took a, <laughs> we were in the batting cage one time and a ball snuck through a little hole and it ricocheted off a pipe and hit me in the nose. I, I leaked like a sieve. It didn't hurt. It just turned my shirt red. But how much you want it? If you're playing ball, you practice like a fiend. You work out, well, we didn't, oh, man, if Mike and I knew if we were told how to work out and eat right, uh, I think we'd both be for, uh, in the professional league somewhere. Because uh, no one told us how to work out really and eat, and uh, I was a scrawny little dude. And even in 
junior college didn't take till after I graduated becoming a personal trainer to learn how to <laughs> put muscle on. Anyways, yeah, how much do you want it? These people talk a big game, but how much it's what's your actions show? This is not back to Phil. This is not a theological question, the, a theoretical question. I was stunned and dismayed, scandalized is the important is the right word he says. Earlier this year, when one diocese after another meekly ascended the government directives and shut off access to the sacraments, if it happens again, I want to be ready. Who's with me? Well, Mr. Lawyer, it's going to happen again. What you going to do about it? Not just him. What are you going to do about it? Who's with him? I'm with them. Get a plan together. Get some people around your area. Figure out who's in with you. Bishops that listen to this, or priests that listen to this, that know bishops or are a fan of her, or priests in general, call out your other priests. Maybe not publicly. You don't need to go on Facebook and call them now. Be like St. Paul does Peter. Fraternal correction works not just for lady. Bishops, you know, I have absolutely no idea who's on our side in the bishopric. I know more that I think that it's the Black Plague turned the Spanish flu and mixed with, I don't know, Godzilla, I guess. I don't know, just running rampage all over the place. But no one's dying. But I know plenty of, I know there's plenty of bishops that act like that or think like that or terrify like that. But you talk about just ignoring reality. Are there any bishops that are living in the real world? If so, what do you say about what I said about the what's going on with the uh, the coming next close downs or removal of uh, balconies to because they ask questions? I would say if you can call out other things, this should be called out big time. We're only talking about souls going to hell over this. We're gonna need some of you guys to cowboy up, bishops. It's this is beyond time. We got a long way to go. The enemy is not going to stop. The August, St. Augustine line of heretics is zealous while Catholics are lazy is raining big time right now. I know I've talked to, I've emailed a couple, uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was Corey Leone, right? Yeah, that I've emailed. Not him personally, but his secretary. I think they're fans. And uh, told him, hey, tell him just to go fight. Get uppity. Seems like he's starting to get that way. I don't know if he's taking any of the emails to heart or what. God bless you. If, you. if you're listening, God bless you. Keep going. Fight harder. It's going to get worse. I mean, San Francisco just shut down. Stop asking for permission and just open the churches. If you have to ask for permission, it's over. Pack up the bags. Stop asking for permission. Open the church. And if they come up, say, your authority ends where my door starts. You can do a Gran Torino. Get off my lawn. <laughs> Care? Just open the churches. Talk about a great time to be on the right side. If they martyr you, man, God bless you. People will follow you. They throw you in jail, we'll bail you out. But you, if we just needed somebody to lead, bishops-wise. You know, if we ask the priests, thinking about that more, if we ask the priests to do it and they throw the priests in jail, guess where we're at? We're back to square zero. Now we've got, <laughs> we don't have anybody giving us sacraments. So you got to protect the priests on this. Protect the priests. Make sure don't tell the good ones they have to do X, Y, Z because X, Y, Z will lead them to jail, and you're without a priest. So you got to have that. You got to make sure you have that. Uh, just like how Saint Bernard, you know, priest the crusade. He didn't actually lead the crusade. He wasn't, you know, carrying the the flag in the front. But you know, if the priest can preach and guide you, you're gonna have to. Take up some leadership detail here, too. Bishops, that's a little different story. Especially the good ones. If there are any good ones. Please. I know there's... No, take that back. I know there's one in Kentucky. The Bishop of Louisville. Forgive me, I can't think of your name right now. It starts with a K. I'm ab-living right now. He, he, he basically said it's not going to you know, go with the uh, governor's mandates. Good for him. Bravo. Boom. Need more of him. We clone him? Whatever he needs, whatever he wants, anytime he wants to talk on this, I'm right. Arms wide open. Anybody want to send him pizza for dinner? <laughs> I'll help. Uh, seriously, we need more. Get more of you like that. 
out in Bristol Strickland. I would see like that. No idea. I would love to know. I'm trying to get somebody to notice him to reach out for him to me, but we'll see if I can find that and I might give him a call. I know Bishop of South Carolina is pretty worthless on this. Uh, he's told priests to make sure that I know one priest that there's because of the mandates that uh, uh, he tells the if they overreach the limit, he tells the lady to go home. Not they can't come in. I was so furious when I saw that. It was on the it's on your YouTube channel, that, that church's YouTube channel. Nobody said a thing to him. Nobody's upset about that. That's not obedience. That's false obedience. Just like I said about uh, priests going and flying United Airlines because the bishop says so. You're not blind a blind cultists. Drink the Kool Aid. You know what's true, you know what's false, you know reality, you know what's not reality. This is a diocese priest that has influence. Use it. Where you're just a waste of the influence. You're part of the problem if you can't stand up to this. This is bullies going on. What do you do with bullies? You punch them back, you fight them back, and they'll stop. Right now, this this I got this from uh, one of Dr. Wood's things. Guy was talking about with the face muzzle. Every time, everything you're seeing right now is they're bullying you. Hey, wear the mask. Hey, do this now. Now do this. No one's standing up to it. Very few say no. Diocese priests. I'm not asking the, the, the you know the different orders. That's different. Different situation. They can kick the order out if they want to. Diocese priests. You have some influence, especially in the chancery. Get together with the other priests that are like-minded. It might not be affecting you right now. It will. Don't let it be too late. Key thing is don't despair, ladies and gentlemen. You are not alone. This literally, we are all in this together if you're listening. There are pockets of resistance all over the globe. You see it in the United Kingdom. You see it in Italy. You see it in Spain, Australia. You see it in the videos from Ireland. You see a little bit, starting a little bit in the United States. Pretty weak overall in the States. Mostly it's about uh, businesses, which I would be furious if they closed. I guarantee my dad would not let ours be shut down like people have here. And it's good to see some people say, like in New York and others, saying you have to haul me out to jail. Guy here is a barber in town. He said that they'll have to haul me out before I close down again. And he said, I'm ashamed that I did the first time. Man, if the priests had that fire that the business guys do, man, the children of darkness have more fire than the children of light, as the old saying goes. Do not give up. Keep pounding away. Get info. Send the info to your priests. Send info to others. Send info to the bishops. Give them the books. I'm going to try to get mine some books about this from Al the Alex Berenson books. I'm going to try to buy the three of his. It's just three booklets. Somehow get it to them. Do not give up. It's going to get worse. Get your mind ready. Get prayed up. Can you smell the sulfur? You have no idea how important you are. It's Steve Cunningham. If you listen to this, you are the resistance.